Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Well, the leadership of uh, the three political parties are trying to convince uh, the membership of uh, the parties to vote in favour of uh, the programme for government and allow for the formation of uh, the next government. Let's talk uh, to the leader of Fianna Fáil, Micheál Martin, who's on uh, the line. And uh, a very good morning to you, Deputy Martin, and thanks, uh, as always, uh, for joining us here on the programme. Good morning, Michael. Uh, I think you're the eighth leader of Fianna Fáil, uh, the only leader... uh, up to this point, who has not been Taoiseach. Uh, do you expect to become Taoiseach next week? Well, I simply don't know yet. I think we have to wait for the outcome of the, the votes in the three parties. Um, uh, our vote is underway, underway at the moment. And the feedback is quite positive in, in, in relation to members of, of the party. Um, obviously, Fine Gael are going through their vote. And the Green Party as well. And the Green Party threshold is a higher one of two thirds mm. needed to pass it. So um, we don't, we won't know until Friday uh, as to how uh, the respective votes will go. So I'm not counting um, any chickens before they're hatched in, in that regard. So. If they don't hatch, what then? <laughs> well, I think we're in a political crisis then mm. uh, because a lot of work has has gone into this, um, and you know it's been a fair length of time since the general election. Uh, that has brought us to this particular stage. Um, the negotiations were very, very detailed. It is a comprehensive program for government. I think, I think genuinely it represents a new departure, particularly in terms of the climate change challenge, challenge but also arising out of COVID-19. It reflects on the kind of experiences people have had and can we, can we make life better for people? Can we improve the quality of life in terms of access to housing, access to healthcare, um, better greenways, walkways, um, cycle routes that are high standard? Um, and also in terms of energy efficiency and retrofitting thousands of homes to, 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 to cut down on fuel costs eventually for people. Um, and and mm. also remote working, people working at home more often uh, through better technology and better connectivity. Um, so there, those are just a number of areas where we mm. think the program rep- represents a very significant departure um, and I think it commends itself to all mem- the membership of all three parties and I think does give the platform to try and re-engineer the country, uh, improve quality of life and develop an economic recovery plan then to get us out of the crisis that COVID-19 has created in our economy. Would you forgive me for thinking that you were speaking to the membership of uh, the Green Party there or is it too cynical to suggest uh, that you're trying to convince members of uh, the Greens uh, to vote in favour of this? 
I'd never accuse you of being cynical, Michael. But um, uh, what I would say is, uh, you know, it's it's about our own membership. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, our campaign is still underway, uh, so you know, I'm campaigning to our own membership. But I'm also making, I think, fair points about the program for government. Uh, I, I haven't seen, you know, I think it's a very comprehensive retrofitting program, but crucially, money has been put. Uh, aside for it through the carbon tax um, and the hypothecated nature of that will provide uh, indicatively over the next decade about 5 billion for, for, for um, retrofitting of houses. Like it's all very well to say we're going to retrofit houses but you need to put funding aside to, to enable one to do it because it's a huge resource uh, demand in itself. So that, that is being done. The same with the REPS2 scheme for farming for environmentally farming schemes over and above what might come in from the Common Agricultural Policy uh, 1.5 billion has been put aside from the carbon tax to help farmers develop environmental schemes on their farms such as the growing of native trees and so on like that. So and then there's three billion in that. Then to uh, this over ten year period, obviously to protect against fuel poverty um, as a result of the uh, increases in, in carbon tax. Um, and I think that's that's practical. It's real, and it's it's something you can track. Uh, and I think that those are I think significant changes from what has happened in in, in the past. Uh, and I also. Uh, believe that in transport um, and in areas like childcare, uh, you know, the program for government is prioritising areas that will help people in terms of their quality of life overall. Okay. The key issue will be an economic recovery plan, and central to that will be the housing sector because we do need to build more homes, and we need to build more social homes, council houses, and affordable homes that young people can afford to buy houses at affordable prices. That in itself, if we can maintain investment and increase investment over the next number of years, create its own employment domestically as well. Um, and um, and in addition to that, then there will be a particular focus in the coming months on small to medium-sized businesses, many of whom have been shut down through no fault of their own because mm. of COVID-19, but who will need specific focused support and resources in the coming months to enable them to hold their companies together and re-emerge, um, if you like, in the aftermath of the negative impact of COVID on their work. Okay, all of this uh, comes... On the back of what was a, a disappointing election for your party uh, at a, a time when Fine Gael's poll ratings have soared as a result of how they've handled the crisis and Fianna Fáil's ratings have plummeted, uh, there's uh, the prospect of history being made, isn't there, if a deal isn't done, uh, that uh, there could be an election and you could lead the party into its worst result since the formation of Fianna Fáil. Or, or on the other hand, if there is a, a deal uh, you could lead the party into its demise uh, because uh, you could be looking at uh, what will become a Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael merger uh, as a, a result of going into government with Fine Gael. I don't see that happening uh, at all. There won't be anything like a merger. I think you need to be very careful about polls because I remember before the last general election and the very first week we were told we were at 32% uh, by one poll. So you have to be very careful about polls um, and, and in, in, in my view um, you know we've just come out of a general election where Fianna Fáil ended up as the largest party in Dáil Erden. we're still the largest party in local government we're the largest party in Shannon Erden. Um so you know we have a lot of strengths and we have a very strong base um, and um, so I think a lot of what people are saying in the context of current polls is premature uh, in my view and wrong and we can't allow opinion polls run the country uh, 
And uh, the general elections, general elections historically have always been the route through which. And you had the disappointing uh, election, get, you know, which uh, I think people. But right? your, your your election was disappointing, and I think people right. would say that it was as a result of uh, the supply and confidence um, that you uh, had with uh, Fine Gael, uh, because uh, you supported every policy, every good policy, every bad policy, or whatever way people wanted to uh, look on them. Uh, and now you're going into this uh, arrangement with Fine Gael, uh, and it, it seems as though Fine Gael policy ha- has won over uh, again in terms of uh, the Occupied Territories Bill. Uh, that was uh, something uh, that uh, Fianna Fáil brought to the Dáil Francis Black's legislation after it passed in the Shannon's uh, uh, and uh, then uh, passed through all houses of the Oireachtas, uh, had the support of yourselves and the Greens, but it seems as though Fine Gael has blocked this now. Well, two, two things. First of all, in terms of, of the, the overall programme for government, Fianna Fáil's imprint is on it. It's on it in terms of housing particularly in terms of council houses and affordable housing, very strong suite of proposals around affordable homes for young people. In terms of healthcare, in terms of treatment purchase fund, and to get more the waiting list down quickly, uh, particularly they've been worsened as a result of COVID-19. In terms of the National Foods Ombudsman uh, for for agriculture and the new REP scheme, uh, in terms of, of, of the the childcare area and education in particular and, 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 and wanting to reduce the pupil-teacher ratios. Um, and also, you know, we, we did have a disappointing election result. I've acknowledged that. We wanted to do better. Uh, we still ended up with more seats than, than most, but nonetheless, it was disappointing. Uh, the, the confidence and supply, again, was Fianna Fáil, if you like, stepping up to the plate to try and make sure the country had a government, particularly during Brexit. And everyone now forgets about that, but I, I think if we'd pulled the country down in the middle of Brexit, we mm-hmm. wouldn't have been thanked either. Um, but, but, and on this occasion, we're going into government, which will give us a stronger influence, where we'll have ministers in place who will be able to do things and do the kind of radical things like we've done in the past, such as free second education, the establishment of the Institutes of Technology, which were all Fianna Fáil creations down through the decades. And that's the kind of radical departure I want to bring by going into government uh, with Fine Gael and with the Green Party uh, to achieve a radical departure in a whole range of areas. Now, on the Occupied Territories Bill, I think the section on the Israel-Palestinian conflict is a very strong section. Uh, And yes, there were differences of opinion in relation to it. Mm. um, But what I think the important section which has been overlooked in that um, program for government is where the option is there to recognize a state of Palestine. Um, is it? And, uh, yes. Is uh, it? Uh, because because that, that, that may not be possible uh, as a result of what the Israelis are doing now. They're planning to annex a one-third of the occupied West no, Bank. Look, we're, we're, look the, everybody, every party, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the Greens, um, uh, are not happy with Israeli policy, mm. to say the least, in terms of the... Uh, but it's supported by it's supported by U.S. policy, uh, and uh, this yeah. comes at a time, coincidentally, uh, that we've taken uh, a seat on uh, the United Nations uh, Security Council. Yeah, but that, that's look that that was an ongoing campaign, and that's good that we are on the Security Council. I think it reflects well on our international uh, di- di- diplomatic um, impact, uh, and it will be challenging. But I think um, it ref- and also reflects well on the balanced approach we've taken generally. Mm. But all parties but- agree. Um, that that in terms of, of of the Palestinian question, we support, for example, a two-state solution that has been endangered by Israeli government policy mm. uh, in, in in recent times. The Occupied Territories Bill, in its own, isn't going to change that. It, it in many ref- respects reflects a frustration with uh, Israeli policy uh, in the West Bank. You know, I've been to Gaza myself uh, as a former foreign minister. Uh, I know exactly the kind of realities on the ground there, um, and. 
what we are basically saying is um, that there are options we can take ultimately to try and influence for but, the better. But that's what um, Fine Gael had been saying. You said, no, we need to introduce this legislation. The Greens said, no, we need to re- introduce this legislation. Niall Collins uh, took the bill we, we, to the Dáil in January of, of last year uh, and he said, to those who have tried to dissuade us from supporting the bill and say that it's not time for such a bill, I say, if this is not the time to act, when will the time come? Yeah, and what we said in the program for government is we honour our commitment to recognise the state of Palestine as part of a lasting settlement of the conflict or, in advance of that, when we believe doing so will progress efforts to reach a two-state solution or protect the integrity of Palestinian territory. That's a significant insertion in the program for government. Um, and obviously we want to work with other European member states to build a stronger group of countries who would go in that direction. Okay, but it's not what you promised. Why is that? Why did you compromise that position? Well, sorry, sorry, in, in terms of program for government, there, there, there will have to be compromise between three parties. I mean, we can't get our own way on everything. Um, but I think the essence of the section on, but, on the Palestinian issue uh, is continued support for the Palestinians. Was it because you were told that there would be a, a cost in terms of Ireland's bid, the support for Ireland's bid for a temporary seat on uh, the United Nations Security Council? No, 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 that wasn't it. I mean, the campaign was nearly over by the time the program for government was being formulated. That was not the issue at all. It's more legal, um, and the advice of the Attorney General, uh, which I've seen, is basically saying um, that the you know this issue about it being a European competency trade um, and also the capacity to implement it would be very constrained. In other words, to in practical terms, to operationalise the bill would be very, very difficult to enforce it. Um, uh, and that, those, that those are the overarching issues that, that make it difficult around the, the, the Occupied Territories Bill itself. I've seen the, the, the legal advice in the last number of weeks, um, and that is the, that is the, the, big, the bigger issue. Okay. Um, but well, I think You didn't you know, see it in January of last year when Fianna Fáil was no, proposing No, I haven't seen it at that stage. But, mm-hmm. um, no, but, and mm-hmm. look, people would have counter-arguments in relation to that, but the broader picture is the, is the issue in, in terms of Israel and Palestine. Uh, you know, we want the two-state solution. Whether you have a, a bill, an occupied territories bill, or whether you have other mechanisms, they're all designed to achieve the same objective, which is to try and moderate Israeli policy, allow the moderates to emerge in Palestine as well, and get to a situation where people can live together um, in, 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 with parity of esteem, full equality, um, and a decent economy. I mean, that's what we're all trying to achieve. But it is made very difficult, I think, by the continued annexation um, and development of illegal settlements. Mm. And do you agree with uh, the 47 UN rapporteurs uh, that we're looking at uh, the establishment of uh, 21st century apartheid? Sorry, when, well, that they've identified. I think there is... A, there is Within um, the, the West Bank and so on, there is, a, in practical terms, um, an, an apartheid system in terms of people having different access, different routes, and so on like that. It's not, it's not in my view, conducive to, to harmony into the future. Um, and I think it, it needs, in my view, lessons should be learned in terms of how to, from other locations around the world, in terms of how to diffuse this and how to enable people to live in mutual respect. Okay. Well, it's uh, one of the issues uh, I think that's uh, feeding into the Green Party thinking, uh, and there seems uh, to be some reluctance on uh, the part of some of its members uh, moving forward. As you say, uh, we should know by Friday of this week. Yeah, but I would say it's more, it's more the tactical and tra- strategic approach to put pressure on the Israeli government to do the right thing, as opposed to any basic disagreement on, on the overall policy. Most parties in Ireland 
are agreed on the policy objectives of a two-state solution uh, of, of, of opposing any breaches of international law uh, in terms of, of, of uh, annexation plans um, in, over territory in the West Bank. So the, this, the, the, there's more agreement on this issue in Ireland than disagreement. The disagreement revolves perhaps around how best to exert that pressure and how best to highlight it. Okay. Well, a lot ahead in the course of uh, the next week. We leave there for the moment, though, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us here on uh, the programme this morning. That is uh, the leader of uh, the Fianna Fáil party, Michal Martin. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cosy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.